Thank you for joining us today on Real Talk with Matt and Carrie. Our hope is that as you listen, you would be encouraged, challenged, and maybe even have some laughs with us. So sit back and get ready for Real Talk with Matt and Carrie. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I love when I say that. The podcast. The podcast. Real Talk with Matt and Carrie. I'm Matt. And I'm Carrie. And we are your co-hosts. Yes. Man, we are pumped to be back for another episode on parenting parenting part four part four see we get into this um this parenting stuff and we're like holy cow we should probably talk about that because we're always wishing that people would have talked to us more about parenting Mm -hmm. we became parents at 22 22 we had three kids by the time we were 24 oh my gosh yeah we did have some good advice and things like that but honestly, we just learned a lot of trial and error. You guys, yeah, it was a <laughs> lot of Cooper, trial and error. Poor Cooper, he got most of the I trial know, and error. I know, Cooper's always like... <laughs> I would have never he, gotten away with yeah, that. Yeah, he's he's not traumatized, though, guys. He's great. He's, you know, whatever. <laughs> so you guys are like, holy cow, really, you guys had that many kids that soon? Yeah, yeah. and our, our goal for these is really that it would just spark conversation with you right. and, and your spouse or the person you're parenting with because... Um, it's so important to be on the same page and to talk about things and not just let things happen on accident. And so yeah. that's, you know, may, you may not agree with everything that we say, and that's totally fine. That's okay. We're A not experts. A lot of people don't. <laughs> but what we really do is we want you to just start talking about, well, what do you think about that? How yeah. do you agree with that? Or you these know, are, These are important conversations to be having with one another. Right. And we know that every situation is unique and, and dynamics are not all the same. We know that that we are, we're blessed to, after 18 years, still be married and still going strong, still love each other. And that's not everybody's situation. Right. So our encouragement is, uh, as parents, make sure that you're not making decisions independent of your child's uh, other parent, okay? Uh, because one of the quickest ways to hurt or damage your kid is to be on different pages with, uh, with their other parent. And sometimes that, sometimes you can't help that. Sure. But, you know, whatever you can do but work for, for yourself. It. Right. Work for unity right. for the sake of your kiddo. So today we're going to talk about overcoming fears in parenting. Dun, dun, dun. Because I remember when they handed us Cooper and basically said, okay, you guys are discharged. We both had immediate fear of, oh my, they're letting us take this person home. I remember when they <laughs> told me I could go downstairs to the parking garage and get the car seat. I was like... How do I remember what? driving do I, home with him I, the first yeah. time? I think we went like 20 miles per hour. Listen, I don't remember. I don't re- All I remember are my white knuckles yeah. on the steering wheel. Honestly, I was like, what the heck? But immediately you're entrusted with these lives and it's such a big responsibility and it's so much um, to navigate just on a daily basis. Yeah, because literally we went from like playing house to like, okay, this is real we life. Have a baby. Like this yeah. is this is real. Marriage is amazing. Like it is, it is absolutely incredible. But there was still like this. There, I remember and, and, we were like, I, can you believe we're old enough to go on vacation alone? Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. And I can I can just remember feeling like, oh my gosh. I, th- I think I'm a real life adult. Like now. we're adults now. We have a person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was crazy. It was crazy. But there are lots of things I think that cause us to be fearful in parenting. I know just even, are we going to screw our kids up? Are they going to have to go to counseling for this situation? <laughs> 
but really <laughs> doing our best. And I think the thing that we can do most, obviously, most of you know that are listening to this podcast know that we're pastors and that we're believers, but praying for your kids um, is just the most important thing that you can do, even in your fears, you know, because I know that God loves my kids more than I love them, which is hard to even imagine that somebody would love them more than I do. But if I can entrust them to him, you know, that's the best thing you can do to combat your fears in parenting is to make sure that you're covering them in prayer. It, it is hard to imagine that as, uh, as parents of young kids, but it's easier to imagine as your kids get older <laughs> that somebody could potentially yeah. love them more. Because sometimes you're like, I, I don't like you right but that's, now. But that's also exactly why you have to continue to pray for right. them because uh, we believe that prayer or meditation, whatever you, you do, we would encourage you to pray, pray to God. But here's the deal. It really gets your heart in tune with your whoever it is you're praying to yeah. and whoever it is you're praying for. Mm-hmm. And so we just think that that's an important piece because whether you're really in love with them and, and just just – think that they're amazing or they're getting old and stinky like what we talked about on the yeah. last episode or they're really in a place of rebellion and uh, they're really hurting you verbally you know really disappointing you you know those those are the times we have to be praying for our kids yeah. because you can't imagine when they're three and four and five that they would ever disappoint you purposefully or say hateful things to you but when they do it can be so crushing that you immediately go back to what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. And that's such a dangerous road to go down. You, you've got to instead, man, just begin to look forward and pray for them because what's done is done. Yeah. But if you can do things on the front end, that's kind of where we want to talk about. Hopefully a lot of you still have young kids that you can um, you know, make some changes that we didn't do or some things that we did do to try to really help them in life. And even if you don't, that's okay. It's never, ever, ever, ever too late to be intentional. Right. It's never too late to be intentional. If, uh, you know, you have a 16 year old like us or a couple of 14 year olds, whatever, maybe you've got a 20 year old or a 30 year old. It is never too late to be intentional in your relationships. Right. Yeah, that's okay? true. That's good. Start right now. Start where you're at. It's never too late. And it's just never like, too late. Just like with what we talked about in our marriage sessions of the podcast. Which if you haven't listened to, here's a shameless plug. Go back and pick those up. But it's communication, even with your kids. Right. You know, talking and and listening to them and understanding where they're coming from, giving them an opportunity to say what they want to say too, which can be hard. But, you know, having open communication in your household is so important in your relationships with your kids, with your spouse, with the people that you're in relationship with. So anyways. Yeah. So let's, let's jump into talking about fear. What are some common fears that we have as, as parents and how do we, how do we work to overcome that? I think one of the biggest fears is parents have that they are nervous to discipline their kids because they're afraid their kids are going to hate them or that they'll always be the bad guy or that they're going to mess their kids up, you know, by disciplining them when they couldn't be further from the truth of what we've seen in our experience. Sure. And which we've we've talked about on previous episodes. I mean, now we're in parenting part four, episode 10. I can't even believe that. This is awesome. <laughs> Woo. This is awesome. And listen, we did realize that we actually have a couple more listeners than, um, than we thought. 
okay? There oh, are six six. 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 I believe there are six <laughs> listeners. So do us a favor. If you like this, share it with somebody. Rate us on uh, iTunes. That would be awesome. As long as it's a good rating. Don't yeah, give us a poor don't rating. Give us a I bad mean, rating. Don't be that person, okay? <laughs> anyway, but, listen. Here's but but here's what we tell people all the time. We tell people that you gravitate toward what you focus on. And so if you're the person that is focusing on fear, I'm fearful of discipline. I'm fearful of being the bad guy. I'm fearful that, uh, you know, I'm going to mess my kid up. Guess what? You're going to end up gravitating toward. Mm -hmm. You're going to gravitate toward those things. And the thing that you're really trying to avoid, you're actually going to become. And so our, uh, our encouragement is really, really focus on the the good focus on the positive focus on the things that are going right focus on the things that you want to see your child become or that you want or the relationship that you want to have with your kid because if you'll focus on that that's ultimately what you'll gravitate toward and you'll become and then you can also discipline out of a place of relationship and love and not you know anger and you know always finding something wrong but really being able to discipline through um, conversations and however you choose to discipline, it's just important to stay consistent in that discipline. And we can and we can tell you as parents of teenagers, mm-hmm. um, we did not necessarily. It wasn't our favorite thing to discipline our kids. You know, it's just not because uh, we're both people and we're both personalities where we like people to like us. Mm-hmm. And whether you'll admit to it or not, if you're that type of bent or personality. Uh, your kid's opinion of you matters too. You well, know? especially when they're older and they can be a little more verbal about what they think. Right. <laughs> but here's here's what I was going to say with that is um, it's been so much fun because we had a vision of what we wanted out of relationship with our kids. Mm-hmm. We wanted we wanted conversation to be open. We wanted relationship to be fun. We wanted it to be intentional. And so we disciplined based on that and we always we always had communi- uh, open lines of communication and we always had conversation. And what that's translated to as uh, our kids have gotten older and teenagers, we have said more and more like our kids are so fun to hang out with, yeah. right? I mean, I can't even tell you about the the conversations that we've had and the quality conversations and laughing and man, our kids are funny. They're fun to be around. They uh, they can carry a conversation. And we set Sunday night um, this week and um, had a conversation with our kids after after their youth small group for probably an hour and just talked about life stuff Mm -hmm. and they were just asking questions but that conversation never happens it never happens without being intentional in our discipline and intentional in pushing past some of the fears Mm -hmm. of them not liking us as three four and five year olds right right that never happens. Well, and, and, you know, I think we had to create healthy boundaries. And I think we talked about boundaries in another episode, but really helping them understand what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. And that's really what discipline is. Yeah. It's a guide. It's not um, it's not bringing the hammer down. Discipline is used as a guide. It's a corrective that's tool. That's beautiful. It's a in, boundary. It's a boundary instead of, you know this crazy thing that we get to do and just, you know, beat our kids senseless or abuse. That's not it. That's wrong. What's correct is to create healthy boundaries so that they know where is healthy to go in life, in school, making decisions. We were talking even last night about now we are coming to the situation where we have to decide they're wanting to go hang out with friends. They're wanting to go to a party. You know, do we do we say no 
because we're afraid of what might happen at that party? Or have we trusted the healthy boundaries that we've created enough to allow them some freedom in those making those decisions because we've already put in the work of disciplining and creating those boundaries? Can we trust them to, to believe that they'll make the right choices? You know, which is a question some of you would say, no, I don't trust my kids. And that's a different situation. Then you need to establish those boundaries. You know, I think, I think the reason that we, um, that, we, that we would live in fear is because we've probably um, always lived in fear, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I heard somebody say this several years ago, but uh, it would be like, you know, um, I, I could liken it to this. Um, you, you go ahead and you want this, this beautiful home. And so you go ahead and, and you build this beautiful home and it uh, and it's big and it's beautiful, it's amazing, but you never took time to properly pour the foundation of the home. Mm-hmm. And so over a couple of years time where it looks great and it looks good um, and, and you feel like, okay, I can come home to something that I'm proud of, well, it starts to get it worn down, it starts to sag and there are cracks and all kinds of different things because you didn't properly take time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happens with our marriages, but it also happens with our parenting because we don't put the work in on the front end right. to build the foundation. And so it's it's way harder and you have to be even more intentional. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost you more to come back and dig out from under the house and, and re uh uh, rebuild the foundation than it would have on the front end. So I'm telling you, those of you with young kids, build that foundation now. Build that foundation now. Yeah. Don't be fearful. Don't be fearful. Of creating boundaries. Boundaries that's, are good. But that's only one side of fear, yeah. right? That's only one side of yeah. fear. Fearing, okay, gosh, am I am I going to mess them up? Am I going to... What are some other fears? Well, I think one thing that we can do is we can let fear become a dictator of how we raise our kids. Mm -hmm. And we are afraid to let them do anything. We become helicopter parents like, don't go down that slide. Don't go. (laughs) You might break your arm. And I've gotten so much worse at this as I've gotten older. But, you know, not letting them try new things, not letting them experience new things, not trusting people with them, you know. Being, being the parents who never go out on a date because we don't trust anybody to babysit our kids. Like, that is a fear mindset, and ultimately it's going to end up hurting your marriage. Absolutely. Now, don't get me wrong, because in, in the, the last episode, we told you one of the things that we don't do is allow our kids to do sleepovers. That is, that's different. That's, that's, not, um, that's not an irrational fear. We're still letting our kids go and be a part of things. We're still letting them... Um, you know, have experiences or stay with people that aren't only us. Mm-hmm. It's just we're also using wisdom. So let's let's talk about that for a minute. How, what does what does fear versus wisdom and parent? What does that look like? Do you think? Well, I think it looks like again, it goes back to the boundaries. Like wisdom is setting those boundaries. Fear is not letting anything happen. You know, not ever going on a vacation because you're afraid you might get in a car accident. Not letting your kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, go, you know, to a movie at night because somebody might kidnap them. You know, I mean, just all there, anything could happen, you know, anything could happen, but we have to use wisdom in that. Like, Hey, we're going to meet here. You're going to let me know where you're at. Text me, call me, but you can go your location with me. That's Uh what we've done is, is we've created some boundaries on um, their electronics 
that aren't just good for them, but they're also good so that we can keep up with what's going on with them. And I think that's important. We didn't say no phone ever. We said, here's a phone, but it has boundaries on it. It has restrictions on it so that you can use it in the appropriate way and you're learning how to use it in the appropriate way. So there's a difference between there's a difference between allowing fear to dictate to you in the way that you do things. This is in life in general though. Mm-hmm. It you is. know? Um, it, it, there's a difference between allowing fear to dictate to you what you do based on um, honestly, sometimes sometimes they are based on real life experiences from the past. Right. But honestly, most often they're made they're they're based on a made up scenario that mm-hmm. you have imagined in your mind or something that's happened to someone else oh my goodness and i think that's especially in our culture today because there are so many bad things that happen to people yeah i mean you can look on social and media one day and see someone who was abused you can see a school shooting you can see you know a kidnapping or anything and, an accident a plane crash are, and they are absolutely heartbreaking and we're i mean we are not trying to take away from that at all, okay? And sometimes bad things just happen, but we cannot live our lives bound in fear right. because of that. Right. We, we just can't. We can't. We, we do not want to be the people that at the end of the day, um, you know, <laughs> we, we, we die. We're all going to die. We don't want to be those people, and we don't want to teach our, pe- our, our kids to be the type of people that miss moments and miss opportunities and don't, and don't enjoy life because we're scared. Right, because fear can really keep you trapped in isolation. Yeah. It can help. You can. You can miss opportunities. And really, we believe that God has a plan for your life. Yeah. And it's going to require you to step out of your comfort zone. And that takes the willingness to do it afraid. Yeah. I mean, there's been tons of things that we've had to encourage our kids to do because especially like um, the girls are a little bit more wired towards fear. Like this past year, we I think we told you guys they went to new schools this year and it was really scary for them. They, they could have stayed at their old school, been comfortable there. been But ultimately, we really felt like this new school would be a better fit. And they had to just overcome their fear. And it could have been fearful us as parents going from a school with, you know, 100 kids to a school with 2,200 kids. Oh, my gosh. They're going to be exposed. It could have been fearful. It was. It was fearful. I mean, it was. And it still can be at times because we think, who are they hanging out with? Who are these kids? What are they seeing? What are they hearing? But ultimately, we have to trust that what we're doing at home, the conversations we're having, the boundaries that we're creating – are helping them to become mature adults because that's our goal with raising kids, right? Is <laughs> is raising mature, healthy adults? Please, 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 please! I cannot believe we've got to parenting part four and not let people know what the goal of parenting is. Yeah, <laughs> the goal of parenting is not raising kids so that they stay. Right. It's raising kids so that they go. Yeah. That's good. That's why we led this whole uh, series of talks, these all all these episodes out with marriage, right? Okay, and identify. We started out with happiness and how to live this happy and fulfilled and joy filled life, but then we moved on to marriage because marriage is the foundation of who we are as as a couple. Mm-hmm. It's not our kids. It's not parenting. Right. Parenting is the, these it's kids an are added ours, bonus. They're ours to steward mm-hmm. for a season. 
Well, and I remember sitting. The goal is for them to leave. I remember sitting on the Can porch. Can I get a high five on oh, that? Oh yeah. yeah, leave okay. kids. Um, the goal, or I remember sitting on our porch, thinking we were talking about something with with Cooper was actually whether or not we should do something, and and we just thought, you know, we've got 18 years mm-hmm. with him, and we've got two left. Two left. Which is insane, you know. But yeah. we have to. What we do during those 18 years sets him up for the rest of his life. What a responsibility we have as parents. Well, it's cool. It is, it is cool. so cool because. But don't you think there should be like a license you need or something to have kids? <laughs> there should. I'm telling you, they they should have. They a should class. Have, they should have given us a test <laughs> in order for us to leave the hospital. Because we're like raising a person to become an adult and become a part of society. Like that's a big responsibility. Yeah, and it it's is. also thinking about our legacy that we're leaving. Yeah, like what we're instilling in them is the legacy that he's going to be leaving when we're gone in his kids and in their kids. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's such a big deal. And that's why I go back to that, you know, praying and believing that God's going to give us direction and wisdom in how we parent our kids the best. Right. And we, and we don't. We don't think about that a lot. But I do want to encourage you, parents that are listening, you have what it takes. Yeah. You have what it takes. Those kiddos that you have in your care – they are gifts from God. You are called to be their parents. You don't have to live in fear. You can do it. Yeah. And Carrie and I are here, man, and we are cheering you on. Because if you're listening to this, it's obviously it's obviously uh, an indicator of the fact that you want to be better, mm-hmm. that you want to go further, that you want to set your kids up for success. And so I'm telling you, continue to seek resources, continue to seek relationship, and honestly, seek God. Mm -hmm. He can help you and he wants to help you. He wants to set you and your kids, your family up for success. No matter where you've been or you feel like you're going, God's got a plan for redemption and you don't have to live in fear. It's good. As parents, overcome fear. Overcome it. Guys, listen, this has been episode 10 of the Real Talk with Matt and Carrie podcast. I am Matt. And I'm Carrie. And we'll talk to you soon. Later. Thank you again for joining us today on Real Talk with Matt and Carrie. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes.